Well, what's up, good people? How you doing today? Uh, I got it a little bit too high here. <laughs> How you doing today? It's your boy Zeke Wanganga. This is Fired Up KC. We are live in the studio. Um, I have the Chancellor in the house today. Make some noise, Chancellor in the house. Woo, woo, go Ruse, go Ruse. Okay, let me uh let me catch you guys up on uh lately. So, so yeah, we we were up for. For a minute, we've we've been off for a couple of months. Uh, we're just coming back on, um, and I mean, like I told you guys, we're gonna be taking a couple of months off just to come back and re-strategize, and we are back better. Because you can see, we have the chance, the chance to see Molly Agarwal here today, and it's about to be a showdown. So, um, if you guys are ready, I'm ready. Okay, so just Agarwal, a whole lot of people. Let them know who's here. Let them know who I have in the house today. <laughs> Tell them who's in the house. Hey there, Ruse. This is Molly Agrawal, your chancellor. <laughs> awesome. So, a lot of people do not really know who the chancellor is because uh, they don't teach that in class. You know, you have to actually step out to know who the chancellor is. And I got the opportunity to actually be sitting in the same room with the chancellor, the chancellor himself, Molly C. Agrawal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go off with the first question. Um, who is Chancellor C. Molly Agrawal? Most people don't know who is Chancellor C. Molly Agrawal. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, thank you for great coming. Pleasure. Thank you great for pleasure. being here. <laughs> and uh, so, okay, so who's Seema Agarwal? I was born in India okay. a long, long time ago. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was one of two children. Oh, wow, okay. And uh, my parents, my father uh, came out of the villages, but was the first one to go to college. Okay, uh, okay. My mother um, came from an educated family. But I was the first female to go to college, oh, wow. and then went on to get a PhD. Wow! So I'm very, very proud of her for that. Wow! Um, very different childhood. Very, okay. very different childhood because India was uh, a very different country at yes. that point in time. Yes. I would say a very exotic childhood. Now that I think about it, so <laughs> <had> all kinds. <laughs> of I came from a city that was mid-sized yes. uh, by Indian standards. Yes. So when you have a billion some people, yes, yes. a mid-sized city is more than a million people. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. But it was um, different in the sense, you know, you had all kinds of animals on the streets. Uh, my mother sometimes would uh, poke her head into my room and say, "Hey, the monkeys are in the uh, mango trees again." And you go <laughs> through a few, a few rocks at them. <laughs> and, you know, there were elephants and camels and stuff on the street. <laughs> Uh, but that was life, and yes. that was a uh, uh, very good life. Yes. Um, things were different back then. Um, I did not grow up with a refrigerator or a TV. Yes. Uh, but we wouldn't, by Indian standards, we were not considered poor. Exactly. We were okay. Middle class. okay, okay, so that okay. That just goes to show how good we had. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes, yes. That's so true. It was just wonderful. Now, my parents both emphasized education okay okay in a big way and so although we were not rich or anything they made mm -hmm. sure we went to the best school yes so yes. i went to a catholic school for high school oh wow okay that's pretty interesting wow um, okay we have a lot of things in common we got was that right yeah i don't know but back in those days uh, <laughs> if we didn't do the right thing at school we got uh yes yeah oh yeah that is i didn't grow up here so i grew up in nigeria so yeah we just keep going we have a lot in common <laughs> we have a lot in common just keep going <laughs> But uh, really, really good school, and they yes. trained me well for where I went next, which was an engineering school. Okay. One of the, turned out to be one of the best in the nation, and okay. I was able to go there. Um, I was going to go back and join my parents, and they had some small businesses mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. And 
But I said, you know what? Before I get down there, let me go out and work for a big company. Yes, yes, so yes. So I took a year and I went to work for British Leyland, which okay. makes trucks. So oh, my wow. first job as an engineer was making trucks. Wow, okay, so a okay. A lot of my analogies and my examples uh, yeah. uh, revolve around automobiles, mm -hmm. and that is why. Okay. Um, but after a year there, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. Okay. I was more about innovation and doing things differently. Yes. And this was just, you know, routine truck making. Exactly, yes. So I told my parents, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me go over to the U.S. for a little bit. Let yes. me get a master's. Wow. So see the world a little bit. I'll be right back. Yes, wow. Famous wow. last words. <laughs> Famous last words, okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, I came to the U.S. for my master's. I okay. went to school called Clemson okay. in South Carolina, which is now known for its football okay. quite well. Okay. Clemson, yeah, yeah, the Clemson, the Clemson, Clemson Tigers. Tigers. Yes, yeah. I know that. Yes, yes, I know that. They won the national championship. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Um, two things happened. Okay, I fell in love with the American academia. Oh wow! Okay. The research piece of it, especially. Yes. And you know, innovation and thinking solutions and finding solutions to problems. Yes. And there was this minor thing. Also, fell in love with a young lady. <laughs> That's like you should have started with that. You should have yeah. started with that. That's you should have started with that. That's like a high key. You should have like just just keep going. <laughs> so I decided to stay. Okay, cool. Uh, so then after that, I wanted to go get a PhD. Okay. And I went up to North Carolina to mm -hmm. Duke, got my PhD. All right. Got married at that time, and from there on, I was still trying to decide industry, academia, industry, mm -hmm. academia. You can do engineering research yes. in both places. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided to go to academia and uh, ended up in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, wow, okay. We liked it a lot. We stayed. We raised a family. Okay. Um, I have two kids, a boy and a girl. Oh, wow, wow. 26 and 23. Oh, wow, okay. The other one is like my age. The LDS okay, age. okay. So we have another thing common now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know how you guys pick um, Oh, that's great. Uh -huh. They both uh, have finished college now. Okay, and okay. Both working. And um, we were there for 27 years. Oh, wow. And then we decided to come here. Wow. And so now wow. you have me here. Wow. At uh, UMKC and just absolutely loving it. Wow. Absolutely loving wow. It. That's, yeah, you've had a long journey. Um, but I, you've said a lot of things that I, would, I really, I really want to, um, I have to touch up on so many things you said. First of all, the monkeys, I relate to that. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, so there's like, so my house i think there was like a zoo around us somewhere and the monkeys escaped right and then the monkeys would come on because we have like we had a, a banana plantation on our house so like the monkeys would come on the banana like be shaking it and like i'll be sick and my mom was like come outside the monkeys are outside and i'll just come outside and like they'll be outside we'll just be giving them stuff and we'll just be giving them hand like food to eat and i remember that so that was like my the best like, that like best of my childhood you know and i could see monkeys and dogs fight and they just be fighting at each <laughs> other and i'm like it's, it's 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 really fun you know and i think another thing too is like you know you're talking about like being from india because i'm from nigeria and like mm -hmm. going to going to high school in india nigeria is different like mm -hmm. you get you get you get flogged if you do something wrong they will beat you you know what i'm saying but that's something that really helped me too like because i mean because back back in those days i was not really a good student she would say i was more of a stubborn type so if you did not spank me i wouldn't do the right thing you know <laughs> so i mean yeah that's that's beautiful and also your your child is like my age because i'm 23 i'm gonna be 24 by mm -hmm. by this month on the 15th which is my birthday whoop, whoop. but um so i, I just want i just want to say this so like did you uh as a kid did you ever see yourself going to the u.s or is it something that had just happened did you know you were going to go to the u.s or i had no thoughts about it at mm -hmm. all 
just he just did the next thing there and so it, wow. there were no plans uh, no plans of going into a higher ed um no it, things happen okay okay so um you said something about you saying you told your parents that you're going to go back and go back to the US and i think that is uh really uh, i think it's really important for people to know that you know sometimes because I, I, for one, being from Nigeria, the parents always want you to do something or do this or do that or be this person. But at the end of the day, you have to be your own self, right? You have to be able to decide, I, I like this, but this is not what I'm passionate about. Correct. Like, I have to pursue my thing. What was that like for you? Was that a hard decision to make? Not not really. I, I guess it was harder for my parents to okay. realize I was not coming back. <laughs> when, you're, when you're your age, I was your age. Yes, okay. Uh, at that time. And, you know, life is good. <laughs> things are happening. Yeah, and that's so true. And now I wonder about what I put my parents through, through yes, at that yes, time. Yes, now, remember, yes, folks, yes. Uh, at that time, contacting India wasn't that easy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. There, there was no iPhones. Yeah, there was no FaceTime. Yeah, there was true. no social media. Wow. You actually had to call the operator in the wow. U.S. and say, dial this number yes. in India. And they would dial it, I still remember, for three times. If it didn't take, then you had to wait and call them again wow yes and letters took about three or four weeks to get there wow so again as a 24 year old i was having fun yeah but i feel bad now that i'm on the other side and my parents (laughs) that my parents must have really yes uh, yes see i think like what you just said is is another thing that I, i feel like um we hear uh we don't think about that so much what it was like to um write letters you know what it was to like drive around with no map like we never think of those things right we just like use the google map but, like it's, it's a normal thing but back in those days like i don't even know how you guys got around you know because i can't i can't find my way around without google map i would get lost you know but um okay kind of talk to me about uh talk to me about coming to the u.s uh coming to the u.s what was that like for you was that a big shift for you or was it was it did you expect what you saw I expected what I saw, and the reason is the engineering school that I went to was set up in collaboration with some American universities. Okay, okay. So it was set up very much in the same fashion. Okay, okay. So same semester systems and a lot of uh, books were the same books that we used here. Okay. And then everybody around the world, you know, we watched American media. Exactly, you know, yes. American movies. You were influenced by books, that. So, you know, we were up on all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that's the coming from a what at that point was a third world country. It's yes. very different now. Yes. Back then. Yes. To uh, to a first world country. Yes. There's a lot of things that we had read about that I'd you seen don't in movies, see, yes. but then I saw <laughs> them in uh, in person. So that yes. was interesting. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so just a little side story. So a mm-hmm. friend of mine picked me up from the airport. Okay. And we went to his apartment, and I was going to stay there that night and then look for an apartment the next day. Okay. And I wake up, you know, you're in time travel, so, you, you know, you got jet lag. So I wake up late at night. It's still summertime. Yes. So the other folks who lived in the apartment are sitting there watching TV, which is new for me, remember? <laughs> and they're eating ice cream out of a little tub. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you got ice cream in tub. So we had to go buy a little corn at a time, you know? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, that um, is yeah. <laughs> that's pretty original. That's pretty original. You can't get that anywhere else. That's that's pretty. I love that. I love that. Cause like you know, okay. What was the one uh, apart from that? Did you have any other culture shock coming here? Was there a different, a lot of different things you had to like overcome? No. Uh, well, the only other thing was remember I went to South Carolina. Okay. So, you know, there's a southern accent. Oh yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> and I was used to the British accent. Because yes. The British went in India and India yes. spoke 
Indian English, but more with a British accent. Exactly, yes, yes. And I still remember uh, talking to one of the staff members and saying, I thought you guys spoke English. Where do you speak? Uh, because it didn't sound like English to me at times with that strong southern accent. I love the southern accent now. Uh, every time I go back to the south, I love yes. hearing it. But it was first exposure to different accents yes. within the country because yes. we expected everybody to speak like Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, Everybody yes, 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 wow, wow. Okay, so did you, so engineering, was that your choice? Doing engineering, was that your personal choice or was there something that just happened or you is there something you were passionate about or? Engineering was my choice. Now, again, back then in India, there were not that many options. If you okay. wanted a good life, so you either became an engineer or a doctor a or doctor. a lawyer. Yes, yes, you know, yes, big, yes, uh, yes, yes. And I've been asked this question before, what got me into engineering? And I had to think about it because mm -hmm. it seemed just like it happened. But mm -hmm. I got very excited uh, back in 1969. Okay, that's a long time ago. <laughs> when Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. Oh, wow, yes, yes, and the whole wow. Apollo missions, as a kid, I used to follow them. Wow. And I thought that was just the best thing ever. Wow. And the technology. And I'm still just as excited yes. and giddy about it as uh -huh. I was back then. Okay. Because the technology used uh, and the fact that they went to the moon and mm -hmm. came back on techno less technology yeah, than you have in your iPhone. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, yes. It's just amazing. And that they started from scratch exactly. after President Kennedy said we're going to go. Wow. And did it in 10 years. Wow. To me, the best engineering feat ever. Wow. So that got me excited about technology. Yes. And uh, I was good at the sciences and math. Mm -hmm. It's like, so why not? That is that is so inspirational, like hearing that, because like, we don't know the impact that what people, the, the, the steps that people take, what it impacts on other people's lives. Correct. Because most times we think it's just us, it's just me doing stuff. But it's I, I see life as a, it's, a, it's a, it's not a straight line, it's a ripple effect. You know, mm -hmm. what you do touches someone else somewhere else, you, you don't even know. And I think about it, so people here were excited about, Americans being on the moon. Yes. But then there was this nine, ten year old on the other side of the world. Yes. Who didn't have a TV, who had to wait till it came in the newspaper. Exactly. Who wow. Who was getting inspired. Wow. Like, so who are we inspiring? Exactly. That is around the world. Wow. See, and I, I think this is important too, because like we, the America is like a, a whole platform to it. Like it's the center of the world, and whatever you put out goes out there. You don't know who's taking it in. Mm -hmm. I'll give you like, it's going to be a funny story, but it, it relates to going to the moon, right? I watched this movie back when I was probably like eight years old. Um, and I, I can't remember the title, but they had this song in it. They always sang, I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'm... So after watching that whole movie, I was like, I want to be an astronaut. You know, and back in the days, the funny thing is because my dad asked me what I want to do in uh, when I went to high school. Like, would you want to do science? And what, what would you want to do after high school? And I was like, I want to be an astronaut. He was like, he just came close to me and he touched my, my, my neck. He was like, are you, are you okay? Are you, are you, are you having a fever? Because the truth is back then we don't have um, a space station in Nigeria, you know, but I never knew I was going to come to, if I knew I was going to come to the U.S., I would have pursued my dream, you know, but like little things like that, like just a movie inspired a young boy be like, I want to mm -hmm. be an astronaut, you know, because the platform in America is so big that whatever you do small mm -hmm. might impact someone else differently. And I, I, I really love to hear that. So so like what uh so you, you you went from engineering to like doing research um was that a big shift for you what what got you into research like how did you even make that shift well part of it is just when you get your graduate degrees mm -hmm. you do research yes that's true right mm -hmm. so uh 
that was my entree into research. Okay. And then uh, I ended up doing biomedical research because oh, wow, my expertise okay. was more materials. Okay. And okay. And then I started applying my engineering and materials knowledge okay. to how do you make better implants. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yes. How yes. Do you yes. Make yes. Better hip, artificial hips and knees. Wow. Stents. Wow. And so I had to l pick up on the biology piece. Yeah. And the medicine piece. So that became very interesting because you use engineering, you use medicine and yes. biology and bring, bring them it together, together. Wow. to create new solutions wow. for implants. So that was just heck of a ride. Really, really enjoyed it all yeah. the way Well, I have, so I have a friend, um, her name is Mary. She's from Nigeria too. She's like a mechanical engineer. She's getting her master's in mechanical engineering and she's part of a, like a biomedical research. Hmm. So I just want to say to her, you can be the MKC Chancellor sometime in the future. There you go. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> That is awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, so like, because I think probably back in 2016 or 2017, you were always on the news at UMKC, always doing something, uh, some comments for some conference or something, because I was always seeing you in the news before you became the chancellor, because I was always, I don't know if it's, I think you were always on like the, the UMKC website for something you did or something before you actually came into the UMKC community. Yeah, that's because they had announced my chancellorship. Okay, 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 in February. okay. In February, okay. And that's I didn't start till June. Okay, that's what. Okay, that's probably why. Because I know I saw you in the news, but I didn't know what I saw you for. I think mm -hmm. it was an announcement, and I was like, yes, okay, that 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 makes absolute absolute sense. Okay, so what kind of motivation did you do what you do? Like, what what keeps you going? What makes you um do being a chancellor of the school is a is a huge deal. Like, what keeps you going every time you just wake up morning? It's like I'm gonna keep going even if it's hard. You know, well, I believe in education. Okay. I think education is the key to success. Yes. And yes. even more so uh, in the years to come. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a great career. Okay. And uh, because my parents emphasized education. Yes. And I was able to get some of the best. And the higher education, I would say, is still the best. In the U.S. of A. Yes, 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 the yes. The best product we have <laughs> is yes. higher education. And um, making sure that others get the same thing. Exactly, yes. Uh, and um, just have fun yes. doing it. Yes, while you're doing uh, it, yes. And then the other piece is being in um, university. I get to hang out with the young people like you. <laughs> Which is great, you know. Which is, I mean, <laughs> there's no other place you can get that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And also, I, got, I just got you hip on Andy Mino. Now, you, you know Andy Mino. Like, we're I gonna like be, that song. <laughs> we're going to see Tesla driving through, like, popping it. And he's like... <laughs> I also, do you like country? <laughs> Remember, I came from Texas. <laughs> that is fantastic. Okay, that's good. So, like, so I think my thing with education is this, because I believe that it's not all about going to classes. You know, education for me is not just about going to classes and taking a whole bunch of classes. Mm -hmm. It's more about everything you get with it. You know, if it's meeting people, if it's... Um, getting to talk with different people from different worlds, you know, education to me, the way I see it, it's not just reading a paper, a textbook. It's about who you are, you know, being educated, not just going to get a degree, but actually improving yourself and becoming a better person, you know, for the community. I don't know, because you all kind of touch on it. Like, it, is that kind of your take on education or is there another take you would want to add to that? Like, well, uh, when I meet with parents okay. uh, during orientation okay. and I tell them that we'll take your children mm -hmm. and we'll give them back to you four or five years from now but they will be different wow that's they good they'll be very different wow. and the greatest transformation that i've seen mm -hmm. in a person takes place during the college years yes yes that's true and so yes the classroom is knowledge yes, uh, yes. a lot of that is needed 
but there's a lot of growth you have outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm, okay. That's why you should be doing things like this radio exactly, station, yes. student orgs, going to the games. Exactly. Because uh, you discover yourself. Yes, that is yeah, that and is so you phenomenal. discover your passion. Exactly. Uh, and there are people who will come in with one major in mind and they will change. And I that's all right. Exactly. Uh, although you need to do it soon. Don't yes. Wait till your yeah. Final year. <laughs> Don't wait till your fourth year to change your major. It's going to cost you money. Uh, but it, it's basically growth. Yes, exactly. And I think college is perhaps the best years of anyone's life mm -hmm. because you don't quite have all the full responsibilities of adulthood just yet. That is true. But mm -hmm. you still have a lot of the freedoms. Yes. And you have the freedom to explore. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that overall is education, not just the classroom part. Exactly. That is beautiful. I, I, I like what you said about you can start with something and change it during the way because it happened to me. Like you actually define who you are. You know, you might come in as one person, but so long as you're putting effort in actually becoming something, and you might not end up with what you came in with, but something better when you mm -hmm. leave. That's the most important thing. And that's why I started this organization is to tell people that it's not just going to classes. You have to actually find out who are you. Like, who are you really? Why are you here? You know, it's not just getting a degree. A degree wouldn't, can only go so far. People are not going to ask you, what grades did you get? They're going to ask you, what can you do and can you do it better? You know, and that's what I try to tell people for them to know that, you know, at the end of the day, going to classes and being like snoozing and just like just taking and getting an A or just getting a low grade or whatever, just get out of the class won't really help you. The tools are there to actually help you improve as a person, you know. And, okay, I'm going to go on to, like, that stuff, like, I'm passionate about just, like, inspiring people and, like, helping people become leaders where they know that you are valuable, that you can actually go to the moon if you put your mind to it, you know. Um, so I'll ask you this. What is what is one thing that has changed in the education system that was there before, like, when you were, uh, let's say, when you were in college or when you were in high school? What is different now than when you were in college? Computers. <laughs> for you all, it's, it's, it's life. It's, it's our life. life. Uh, <laughs> yes, we uh, we had when I went to college, they just started getting the main big mainframes, uh -huh. and you've heard about this. You have to punch out these cards in a machine and give the guy at the counter the cards, and he fed the cards in. Oh wow! Those were your instructions to the computers. So <laughs> computers didn't. We didn't have laptops. Okay. We didn't have PCs. Yeah. Uh, they were just mainframes. So the whole world has changed yes. and all the technology that has come in um, and things like uh, information sources. Exactly. Um, if, if you want information and knowledge on some subject now, you just get online. Exactly. You can yes. Google a lot of information. Google it. So one of the basics of education that has changed, it's not about knowledge anymore, mm -hmm. or us providing you knowledge, us as a university providing you knowledge, although we do that. Yes. But you can get that knowledge and much more exactly. from your phone exactly. in five seconds. Yes, that is true. Right. So it's no longer the professor just standing there and that's the only source of knowledge. Yes. What's more critical now is you have too much knowledge out there. Wow. How do you, we train people to think right yes. and sift through all of that to get to the real knowledge? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of, yes, it's true, there's a lot of fake yes, stuff Yes, that's there. true. That is true. Right. <coughs> so that's l teaching people how to process knowledge mm -hmm. and get the real information okay. is something new. And we as academics have to think about exactly how do we teach. How do we things. do that? How do we do that? How do we use what we have to make people better? Um, okay. So what are 
so I'm gonna probably come to this later. But what is what is your secret to like being a successful person? What is your secret to success? What is your one thing you believe in? What is the thing that you know started you off in your success path? I would say. Oh boy, that's a hard one. Yeah, <laughs> it could be many things. It doesn't have to be one thing. Well, for one, just put your head down and work. Exactly. Not worry about what are you gonna get out of yes. it. Whatever you got, do it the best you can. Exactly. And that's why one of the things we want to do at GMKC is drive at excellence. Oh yes. No yes. matter what you're doing, are you the best that you can be? Exactly. And uh, by the way, the answer to that is no. <laughs> you can never attain excellence. That is true. You keep is true. improving yourself. Yes. yes. It's a continuous process. Right? Yes. So that's just one thing. The other piece was what I have discovered. Um, this is a message to all the young people. Okay. As you walk down, this is a little bit of philosophy, if you would. Okay. As you walk down the hall, halls of life, and you have your eyes on certain doors that you want to open. Yes. Sometimes those doors are not opening. Yes, that's true. But there are other doors opening that yes. you had never planned on. That's just true. have the courage, just have the courage to step through one of those doors. Yes. And you'll go places where you have never imagined you will go. You're preaching right now. Preaching. <laughs> Break uh, the pulpit. <laughs> that's, that's been my life. Uh, wow. I never intended to be chancellor. Yes. I never really planned to be in academia or in administration. Yes. Uh, but every step, there were things that people said, hey, you want to do this? Yes. Uh, I think you should do that. I'm exactly. Like, okay. Why I'll not? I'll try Yes. And then if you put your head down and work at it. It might be your thing. Wow, that is that is that's that's a masterpiece right there. Like that is that is that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay. Um so I probably I'm gonna do this one. Okay. What is it like to be Chancellor Agro? How do you spend your day? What do you do as a chancellor? Yeah. Like every day, what do you do? <laughs> the short answer is a whole lot of meetings. <laughs> Uh, I see, yeah, I would see that. Because people come to you because they expect decisions. Exactly. Uh, or to inform you of things that they're doing. So mm -hmm. my work is meetings uh, pretty much all day. But also thinking, uh, getting together with the senior leadership team and saying, what are we, where is UMKC going? Okay. What is UMKC going to be known for exactly. in the next five years or ten years? Okay. How do we get there? How do we find the resources? Yes, How yes. do we make sure that the students... Uh, what, what tools are we do we have in place for students to um, succeed in college? Mm -hmm. Yes, know, getting here is not enough. We need to help you succeed. Yes. So how do we? What are the latest tools for that? It's a lot of uh, innovation. Okay. And I like innovation as an engineer. Exactly. Yes. So just solving problems. Yes. So that's part of it. Okay. The other piece with the chancellor's job is it doesn't stop at five o'clock. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot that goes on after. Yeah. I've got some uh, folders here that wow. my staff gives these to me and they say, this is your homework, Chancellor. Wow. So I've got to go go through these. But also, evening times, there are oftentimes uh, receptions to go to. Exactly. Um, uh, we also love to come out to my wife, Sue, and I to the games. Okay, 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 okay. So we go to the soccer games, go the basketball Roos. games. Go <laughs> uh, we come out to the conservatory uh, folks performing. Okay, yeah. Uh, we love being with students and yes. just having fun. So, it's all the time. Yeah, it's like all the time every day. You it's are on it. Of, you have to be on it. You have to be on it. Uh, wow. But uh, we both really, really enjoy it. That's good. That is. Yeah. You have to enjoy it because it becomes, that's another thing too. You don't want to have a job. You want to have something that you actually love. Because a job is something you clock out and clock in. But if, if it's something you enjoy, you're not stressed out. You're actually enjoying the process. And then it's even more fun because they pay you for it. Exactly. They pay you for what you love. Yeah. What, what's more fun than that? Like you have a hobby and they pay you for it. You know, you that's the beauty of life, right? Okay. Um, 
So I am gonna go to the. I'm gonna come to back to a few questions later, but sure. I'm gonna go to the students section. Um, but before I go to that, I have a personal question I want to ask, cause so I'm international student, right? And I came here in 2016. Um, and coming in as an international student is like, it is it's a different transition. Mm-hmm. It's like hard. Like you, like literally, my brother dropped me off. And I was like, figure it out. And I was just like, man, this life is real. You know, I just became an adult in a day. But I think one thing I would I would want to ask is this. So like. Most times, international students, they come in at UMKC um, having financial backing and stuff like that. And they really, like, have, like, my, their parents maybe backing them. But then when they get here, maybe something happened back home. And that they don't have that back anymore. Like, when I, why I say this is because it happened to me. Because when I came here, um, I had my, my financial backing with my dad. But then my dad had stroke, like a heart attack and stuff. And I couldn't be able to pay tuition and everything. I actually... I dropped out of UMKC for a semester just because mm. of that. And that was me when I was out of school. That's when I actually defined who, this guy here. Because when I left UMKC, I actually had to go and stay with my brother and like just going around asking for funds to be able to come back to UMKC. And it took me about eight months. Um, but but just through that process, that's where I came to define that, you know, it's not just about going to school. There's a whole, bunch, a whole world out there. But my whole story is basically me being able to put my head down and save up the money. I saved up up to twelve thousand dollars in eight months, just wow. to be able to come back to school. That's impressive. It was, I mean, it was hard. It was hard paying that money in. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. That day, I was like, I just closed my eye and I click it and I send it in. But for me, like, I didn't plan that to happen, you know. And for, there are a lot of students who have dreams. Someone like me, I have a dream of what I want to do. But stuff like that could actually make me not come back. But it takes people to persist and go on. So I guess my question would be this. What could be done to like, what is the thing that could be done to like for students who come here with a plan for financial backing, but then something happens to them? Is there a way that there are, there are funds that could help them out? Because I went to like, I went to the ISAO, they gave me like a thousand bucks. My uh, department gave me about 7,000. And then that was just, that paid for like a, a few things, but then I said owed more. Is it like a financial, because like, is there a financial way that like UMKC could be able to support people who come here with dreams? Because you don't want people's dreams to die. You know, if I didn't come back, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> so that, that, that's a tough question because obviously it's going to be very difficult to yes. fully support uh, somebody through college. Yes, exactly. Uh, because remember, the resources we get are from other students. Exactly. Right. So uh, from tuition and fees. But there are emergency grants. Uh, and then the other piece is, you know, finding jobs. So as we create more of a on-campus exactly. uh, experience, that yes. means there are more things happening on campus, uh-huh. more restaurants or more opportunities for jobs in yes. different uh, departments. And okay. so then you can work your way through. Through, yeah, okay. So yes, that that's tough uh, if your circumstances change all of a sudden. And uh, so there can be so, only so much help. Yes, after which, yes. Uh, but then on the other hand, folks like you, adversity brings out the best in people. It does bring I'm out the best. I'm not advocating for that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but it can end up in a good place. Exactly. Uh, if you just stay with it. Yes, if you stay with it, which, which is hard to stay with, you yeah. know. But I mean, yes, I mean, stuff like that, because for me, for once, I, I never thought I would be that person who would be out hustling just to get back to school. Because at a point, I was just like, I'm not going back to school. It's too much. Like, I don't even, because, okay, so I came, I came in as a civil engineer, and I didn't like engineering at all. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I didn't like it. It was not my thing. Uh-huh. I'm more of like an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to talk to people, and I switched to business, which is, I, I'm doing finance right now. But it was a whole big shift because the whole thing with like either you're an engineer, a doctor, or a lawyer with like back home, like you got to do this to make money. But it wasn't for me. You know, you have mm. to find who you are and say, I hear what you guys are saying, 
but there might be something else here, you know. But also, like, for me, it's, like, being able to know that, and, like, I'm not saying, like, have a, a whole full fund of person, but, like, just being able to make sure that people's dreams don't die, you know, because there are a lot of people on campus, there are a lot of people who are really want to do something, but a lot of things can shift them if they have that persistence to con continue and come back on campus, you know. Okay, that's one question. Okay, so I'm going to go to the sitting section. So they have, um, so what are you uh, going to do about, like, the inclusion on campus? Like when it comes to diversity on campus mm -hmm. and making that better and stuff like that. So one of the things that really impressive about UMKC, and you feel it when you come in from the outside, mm -hmm. that it is very inclusive. Yes. And people talk about it. Mm -hmm. People are proud. And when I talk to the students and I say, what are a couple of things that you like about UMKC? Yes. They will always bring that up. Okay. That people feel comfortable. Do we need to do more? We need to continuously try and do more. Okay. We need to get more representation from uh, some of the communities in, in our metro area mm -hmm. that are not as well represented uh, um, on a campus. Okay. And it's also from a point of view of just improving the quality of life of people in a metro area. Yes. We don't want to lose certain communities. Okay. We don't want to lose uh, first-gen students okay. whose parents have not gone to college. Okay. And they uh, so we continuously, through admissions and recruitment, continuously work on that to get more and more people of diverse uh, um, backgrounds, okay. backgrounds and experiences and viewpoints. Okay. And that, you know, that is also important because this is one place where you have the opportunity, and I consider it a positive, yes. to have people of different viewpoints who can talk about exactly. that uh, and, um, in a civil fashion. Yes. And we can learn from each other. Exactly, and get yes. get exposed to things that we were perhaps not exposed to growing up. Exactly, yes. So those are all important pieces, and I think that's a very important piece of UMKC. Okay, beautiful. Okay, next question. So what are you going to do to expedite the housing situation? Because mm -hmm. like, there's like a whole current housing shortage right now. Yeah, so uh, few, a few things. Number one, there is a dorm, as you know, that closed yes. down. So we're working very hard to see... Uh, we want to get it redone, okay. rehabbed, okay. and so we're working on the finances for that. As okay. you know, that uh, it went south a little bit uh, with uh, some more problems, and when that happens, there's a lot of legal issues yes. that come up, and yes. uh, construction companies and insurance companies and everything else. So we're wading through all of that. Okay. So the intent is to get that back up. Okay. And that should add another 400 to 500 beds. Oh, wow, okay. So that will take some okay. pressure off. Okay. But we also have intentions to grow our enrollment pretty rapidly. Okay. Because okay. we're too small. Too small for this 2.2 million people in this metro area. Okay. So that would mean that we will need more housing. Okay. That makes uh, sense. Okay. And my intent is to see how we can get affordable student housing. Yes, right? that is As important. As to yes. housing around yes. us. So there may be public-private partnerships working with developers uh, and or maybe just as we build more buildings on the campus, okay. uh, make these buildings that are multi-purpose. Okay. So you could have, let's say, a building which the ground floor or the first floor is retail. Okay. So you have more opportunities um, for people to work, yes. but also more opportunities for eating and things like that. Exactly. And then you can have your business piece of that building, whether yes. they're classrooms or offices. And what if at the top, two floors were housing? Housing, okay. Right. That's so that way, it's a mixture. Yes. You get everything instead of just saying this is a work building. This is a so we're looking at new ways of thinking. Okay. Okay. Um, so we are aware of the needs. Okay. There, uh, and we will work with uh, 
partnerships in the community to get them to get that okay oh, cool cool okay so now that the question is so so how is the budget going to benefit the students directly because basically i see the news about we have 20 million dollars coming in 10 million dollars mm -hmm. coming in but our tuition is going up yeah. and i'm like how what how is that because like because i'm part of like different organizations on campus and they're not getting a lot of funding too and uh, the employment on campus is cutting down and then it's like the tuition is going up and scholarships are coming in. So how are we, how are the scholarships going to help on campus and how is it going to improve? Um, talking about when it comes to uh, organizations on campus getting funding, students getting more scholarships or what, what is the, what are the, how is the funding going to help us? So the funding that's coming in uh, is all basically going to uh, go for the benefit of the students okay. in some fashion. Okay. Uh, some of it is just building renovations, buildings that are not okay. in the state, classrooms that are not in the state. Okay. That's because uh, students deserve better facilities. Yes. That's very much needed. Big time for scholarships. I mean, last year we got 20 million matched by 10 million, 30 million dollars over the next decade for scholarships. Okay. And then in this year also there's money aside. Okay. So that's just di basically offsetting the tuition. Okay. Okay. Uh, for people, both for need-based as well as based on excellence. Okay, okay. Based, okay, so, yeah. okay. And then uh, some of the money is going towards putting programs in place that help students succeed. Okay. So better tutoring, better supplemental instruction. Okay. Because we have this whole new program called Rule Strong. Okay. And Rule Strong is all about culture of care and getting students to succeed. Okay. So you come in, uh, the goal is to meet every student where they stand academically. Okay. Uh, and then help them get to where we want them to be. Yes. But without lowering any standards. So we will be very clear about okay. that. We will set good standards okay. because that's what you will be faced with in the real world. Yes, right? that's true. So we want to prepare you and not lower the standards. But then we are putting programs in place to help you. To help, okay. So that you can succeed with those standards. Okay. And it's a lot of supplemental uh, things that go outside the classroom. Mm -hmm. Better advising, better tools for advising. Okay. Um, better software, uh, things on the Roomable uh, okay. options. So Just all improve of these improvements. Improvements. Okay. So basically, they're all for students. students. Okay. So like, what about like the, the tuition going up and then the the employment on campus being cut down and then the, the students not getting like uh organization not getting enough funding? What is what happened with all that? Yeah. So some of the resources we'll have to keep looking at to uh, so there have been really tough times okay. in the past few years. Okay. Uh, it's just Partly because two reasons. Number one, uh, enrollment has dropped. Yes. Some of that works with the uh, with the economy, and the economy does well. A lot of people don't come to college, yes, so yes, the revenues yes. go down. Then you have to maintain the same uh, set of facilities okay. and same operations with less money. Okay. Okay. Uh, costs always go up. Yes. Cost of living. Cost always. Yeah, always that's true. Up. So the tuition right now that goes up is actually capped at that. Mm, okay. Uh, so we uh, sometimes if we didn't do it the past year, we can do it the next year. But that just keeps pace because okay. we have to facilitate things. Yeah, well, we have employees and okay. they have to be. But as we grow our enrollment and we get more revenues, then we can start investing again. Okay. And the goal is again, it's students and faculty okay. that we want to invest in. And then we need to make sure that there's enough staff. Okay. okay. We, you know, we don't want to run them ragged. Yes, that's right. true. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's a juggling game all the yes. time. Yes. Uh, uh, but we think about it every single day, okay. literally every single day of how do we make it 
make it work. Make it work. Okay. So this is probably the last question from the students. Um, so what is the plan for gun safety on campus? Because there's a lot of things going on right now. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, something that's been taken up by a system office okay. for the uh, University of Missouri system and President Choi, who's okay. over all of us, is on top of this. And uh, as a policy, we are saying we don't want guns on campus. Yes. Okay. And uh, I realized that there was a court case and he was out there testifying basically we're saying no guns on campus okay the end of the day we are part of the state and whatever laws the state passes yes. mm -hmm. we it's will follow abide by it abide okay. by the laws okay. uh, but uh, in general uh, I'm all for people owning guns mm -hmm. but a lot of guns on our campus with young people yes that's um, not advice who can get <laughs> passionate about things. <laughs> it's not possibly the best idea yes so, uh, guns on campus uh, uh, as I said, that's not what we stand for. Okay. But in terms of uh, people owning guns and going hunting or going target practicing, hey, go go ahead go and do it. it. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, uh, we just don't want to add guns in the mix of a lot of young people yes. having fun. Okay. And get get out of hand quickly. Awesome. So we are done with the student section. So I'm gonna ask you. So what is um. What would you say to a, a, a student out there or a young person out there who's trying to pursue purpose, who's trying to do something different? What would you say to them based on what you've been in your experience? What would you tell them to let them keep going? What would you, from your experience, what would you tell them to do? Number one, don't give up. Yes. If you really have a passion, go for it. Okay. Because the world may tell you otherwise. Yes. Um, and work hard at it. Yes. Uh, but again, I will, with a caveat, mm -hmm. that sometimes the door that you want open may not open. Yes. And it's even more courageous to step through something that you don't know what it's all about. Uh, wow, yes. And then figure out a different path. That's true. Um, and be open to that. Be exactly. open to possibilities. Yes. Don't just fixate on one thing. On one thing, yes. Because there may be a lot of things that you're meant to do. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that the world will benefit from you okay. doing. So. The thing is, be passionate about whatever you're doing. Okay. Don't Focus do it, it. half-heartedly. Just <laughs> be passionate. 100%. Put your 100%, 1,000% yeah. in it. Yes. That's beautiful. And have fun while doing it. Yes. What do you, um, What have you, being a UMKC or Kansas City, what have you learned? Have you learned anything different? What have you um, gotten from being in your UMKC system? Is there something you've learned so far by being here with us? First of all, it is... There's a lot of excellence at UMKC. Okay. Amongst the students, I meet folks like you running programs <laughs> and doing shows that Thank I didn't you. know about. Uh, uh, the student government that I work with, okay. outstanding folks, uh, faculty and staff, uh, a lot of very, very excellent faculty here. Uh, okay. Pulitzer Prize winners, Guggenheim mem uh, Award winners, uh, the conservatory. Yes. Just Absolutely world class. Yes. A lot of very good research, groundbreaking research in the medical field. Yes. Things that are not as obvious. So if I were to fault us with something, is that we haven't told the story enough. Yes. Yes. The world outside doesn't know. That how is great the truth. UMKC is. That's so true. We'll be doing more of that. You saw the first forum to that with Rosa everywhere. Yes. Yes. I see. Yes. I saw. Yeah. It's everywhere in KC. Yes. So that's just to get everybody's attention. Yes. The next phase will be now we'll tell them how good we are. Wow. Now that we have got the Wow. So that's that's one thing we have learned. Uh, okay. Kansas City is just an awesome city. Yes, it is. It is something that you don't realize till you get here. Exactly, yes. Uh, and the, all the things that it has to offer in terms of uh, the arts and, and the food places yes. uh, and the ease of you know 
transportation to a lot of places. Exactly. Uh, it's just fantastic. But the best piece for me, and my wife and I talk about it all the time, is the people. Yes, yes, yes. Very authentic, very genuine, exactly. very hardworking, uh, and very little air. Yes. <laughs> that, that fits my style. Get out and do the work. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's been a great experience. Awesome. And, uh, I, I hope when you came over, you had a similar experience. Yes, it, I did. It's a welcoming, did. very yes, it welcoming is. place. Yes. Okay. Um. So I guess you're talking about like being able to, because I, I think that's one thing with me too, and that's one of the reasons why I started the show is to be able to show the world, show U.S. what Kansas City has, what UMKC has, having a platform where our, our stars, our top students can come on and be like, showing out people and people in Hollywood to know that Kansas City UMKC is also happening, you know, um, Harvard knowing that we are still doing stuff here, you know, and that's the, the whole reason of this platform to able to have um, something out there that actually publishes what we're doing, where it's not just in KC, but we're trying to show the world what we're doing and we're sort of working know we're actually making things happen in KC. So, yeah, so we are almost at the end of the show. We got like two minutes to go. Um, are you on social media? You are you yes. on Instagram? Yes, you are on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter. Oh wow! So I okay. Encourage folks out there, follow me. <laughs> okay, so yeah, then let's do that. Let's. Uh, what's your uh, handle? What's your handle? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, so people can uh, just, follow just you. Look for Molly Agrawal. Molly Agrawal. Okay, so Molly Agrawal on Instagram. Um, follow the channel on Instagram or hit them up. Uh, cool. Do you do selfies and stuff? Uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out which end of the phone to look at. <laughs> So I'm in that age group that doesn't do really <laughs> selfies, but I do po post a bunch of pictures. It's like my mom, when my mom is on a video call, she's always like on the phone. I'm like, mom, can I see your face? She's like, can you hear me? I'm like, put it out of your, like, let me see you this way. But it's like, you know, technology is moving so fast. that I'm good with group selfies. Okay. Somebody else posts the phone. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, uh, I'm so glad to have you. I'm, um, Thank you for coming today. Thank you for, you know, saying yes to come today. This is a privilege for me to actually see you in person and have a normal conversation with you because my whole thing is to be able to bring successful uh, people on the show and show people that they're actually normal human beings who can actually talk about what they feel about and what they think so people can hear their thoughts. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for um, giving me 50 minutes of your time, which I know you're very busy. You have like files you have to go and work on. And thank you so much for coming today. Uh, we're going to end. Um, do you have anything you want to say to the people? Uh, so they know? Just thank you for having me and go Roos. Go Roos. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we're going to be signing out for now. And also, hey. Um, if you didn't make the show today, please go on YouTube at Fight Up KC. On Friday, we'll have the video out on YouTube so you can watch it. But for now, uh, we're signing out. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Um, tune in next Tuesday. We have an awesome guest coming through too. So you don't want to miss out next Tuesday. Awesome. Thank you guys and bye-bye for now.